Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Babakama daf ayin aleph. We are holding on daf ayin aleph. I'm at aleph at the top of the page, at the two dots on the second line of the page. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honor of his wife and children, and Lila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. Also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times, and Atzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They shall all return home safely. Also by Simeon Moshe Kleinman, Lizchus Rufur Shalema, for Rafal Moshe Elimelech Ben Basha, Yishtav Rufur Shalema, Besoch Shar Chala Yisrael, and also by Shani and Beirush Sober, Li'ili Nishmas, Reb Nassim Nata Shaul Ben Reb Yitzchak, Mordechai on his second. Second yard site is Neshama Shav and Aliyah. We thank uh, all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So, first thing we're going to discuss is whether you're, one is Chayiv Dalit Vehei when you're also Chayiv Malkus, meaning we're talking a lot about Kamlei Bidrabimine in today's daf. What if a person is Ganav, he steals an animal and then he shechts it, but he shechts on Shabbos, he shechts on Yom Kippur. So, we're going to talk about when do you incur a greater Chayiv and therefore your Pater from the Dalit Vehei. So, what if you shecht on Yom Kippur where you're Chayiv Kares, which is Bidei Shemaim, so that's not going to be subject to Kamlei Bidrabimine, but you're also Chayiv Malkus. So, does the fact that you're Chayiv Malkus Pater? you from the Dalit Vehei. Then the Gemara is going to talk about what if you're Tavach Al Yedei Acher, you send someone else to Shechtit on Shabbos for you, someone else to Shechtit on Yom Kippur for you. Do we say, Ein Shliach Lidvaravera, and do we say that both Lagabe the, the Hilcha Shabbos Shabbos, as well as the Chiv of Dalit Vehei, and the Gemara is then going to talk about whether that's even called a Shechit Ruuya, if someone Shechtit on Shabbos. Can one benefit from Maisa Shabbos? If a Shechit happens on Shabbos, is the meat even kosher? Then the Gemara on Amr Beis is going to explain the Machlokas the Machlokas Tanoim, whether Ganav Vitavach Lavodazara or Ganav Vitavach Sharaniskal is going to be Chayiv Dalit Vehei. What's behind each Shita that if you Shecht Lavodazara or you Shecht Sharaniskal that you either would be or wouldn't be Chayiv Dalit Vehei. And then the last Sugi on the Daft toward the end of Amr Beis is going to be about whether you ever pay a percentage or a fraction of the Dalit Vehei. What if you have a situation where you're not going to have to pay out the entire Dalit Vehei? Do we say, okay, well, it's either all or nothing? and therefore there isn't Dalit Vehei? Or can you sometimes pay Dalit Vehei to one, uh, let's say, one of the two partners that, that own that animal, but not the other of the two partners? So, uh, and we're going to bring a raya from our Mishnah. So let's begin uh, two lines from the top of the page. On daf, ayin aleph, amr aleph, gana v'tavach b'yom ha-kippurim. So we said that if you're gana v'tavach b'yom ha-kippurim, you pay Dalit Vehei. Because even though you shechted on Yom Kippur, which is a much more severe thing than a chi of mamon, but it's a chi of kares. Kares happens bidei shemayim, so uh, it's not going to be subject to come le bidrabimine. So says Gemara, but Amri, Amai, Nihi Diktalalaka, I understand that you're not going to be Chayiv Misa bidei Adam, and therefore that's not going to patter you from the Chayiv Tashlumin, but Malkus Mia Ika, you still get Malkus for violating Yom Kippurim, you violated a love. So once you get Malkus, shouldn't we assume the Kaimelon De'eno Loko Mishalem, that the Gemara says in Masechus Malkus, that if Chayiv Malkus, you don't have to pay mamon uh, from uh, from from uh, you don't have to, you don't have a chi of mamon when the chi of malchus and mamon came as a result of the same action. Just like we say, come that if a person is chayiv misa, he doesn't have to pay mamon. So too, ain't lokin mishalim when you chayiv malchus, you don't have to you don't have to pay mamon. So the uh, the the it happens to be that in ksubas tavlan beis and beis, there's a machlokas about this. There's a machlokas between ula and rabbi yochanan. If a person incurs through one of his actions a chi of malchus and the Chiv Mamon, what does 
he get? According to Ula, it's Mishalim ve'inoloke, that he pays, he doesn't get Malkus. Rabbi Yochanan says, loka ve'inu Mishalim. So the simplest way to read our Gemara is that our Gemara is assuming like Rabbi Yochanan, not like Ula. That we're saying, how could you pay the Dalit ve'hei? After all, you're getting Malkus, and if it's uh, and, and, and when you chayiv Malkus and Mamon, then you only get the Malkus, so it seems very clearly like the Shita of Rabbi Yochanan and not like Ula. However, Tosos and Ksubis, Tavlan, Bezos, Bays writes that Ula, who says your Mashalim Veinoloka, is only in three specific places in the Torah where the Torah is Megala that you're Mashalim. But uh, even Ula admits that in a default case, in any other case in the Torah where you have both Malkus and Mamon, it's Loka Veinu Mashalim. So then our Gemara could be going Lukule Alma, could be going like all opinions that, uh, that the, the Gemara is asking that whenever you have Malkus and Mamon, you get the Malkus and not the Mamon. So how come when you're Tavach Viyomaki? Purim, you're still chayiv dalvei. Shouldn't you be getting malchus? And shouldn't that patter you from dalvei? Answers the Gemara: Amri Hamani Reb Meir he damer lokum mishalim. Our mishnah is assuming like the sheet of the Tana Rebbe Meir, who says that you could be chayiv malchus and mamon at the same time. That's a machlokas between Reb Meir and Rabbanan. Not the machlokas we referred to before is machlokas Amoraim, Ula and Rabbi Yochanan within the sheet of the Rabbanan. But there is a machlokas Reb Meir and the Rabbanan in Makos Dav Dalid if a that a guy is chayv lechaveru masayim zuz. They testify Ruvein knows Shimon two hundred zuz, and then those edim turn out to be edim zomin. So they're chayv malchus for their edus sheker. They're chayv mamon for their edim for being edim zomin. So do you pay uh, mamon and get malchus? So a mayor says lokim mishalim, and the rabbanon say no. Kol mishalim in loka that you're not going to get uh, malchus and mamon at the same time. So we must be assuming, like Rabbi Meir, that it's possible to get malchus. And Mamun, and therefore, a person who's gone up, Vitavach, Yom Kippurim, Enochinami is getting Malchus, but he's still going to have to pay the Dalit Vehei. So the Gemara at first assumes that if Rameir says, Loka Mishalim, it must be that he rejects the entire principle of Kimle Bidrab Minei. So it says, Gemara, I Rabbi Meir, Afilu Tavach Bishabis, Afilu Tavach Bishabis, then forget about Shaft Yom Kippur, even if you're Shaft on Shabbos, where it's not a Chiv Karis, it's Chiv Misabidei Adam, you should still have to pay Dalit Vehei, because there is no such thing as Kimle Bidrab. So Enoch Hanami is going to be chayv skila for shechting on Shabbos, but he should also be chayv mamon for the dalid vehe. So the Gemara says, and maybe you're going to tell me, v'chitema loko mishalim islei, mesu mishalim leslei, maybe Rabbi Meir holds that you can be chayv malkus and mamon, but not that you can be chayv misa and mamon, that he does hold of the principle of Kamele as far as misa and mamon, that misa will patter you from mamon, he just doesn't hold that malkus patters you from mamon. But velo, does Rabbi Meir not hold that misa, uh, doesn't Rabbi Meir hold that misa does not patter you from mamon, that you're still going to be chayv Mamon, even when you're Chayv Misa? Why, where do we see that? Vatanya, because we have a Brysa. Ganav Vitavach Bishabis. Gana v'tavach la'avodah zara. These are chiyuvei misa, right? You shecht on Shabbos, you shecht something la'avodah zara. Or gana v'sharaniskol, a person steals a sharaniskol that had already a gemar din because it killed the person. So it's asr ba'ana utvacho, and then you shecht that. Mishalim arba v'chamisha. Div Rameir, Rameir holds, you still pay dalvei. The cham poltron, the cham say you don't pay dalvei. But from the fact that Rameir says when you tavach b'shabbos or tavach la'avodah zara that you're still going to pay your Dalit Vehei, you see very clearly that Rameir holds that just because you're Chayiv Misa doesn't get you off of 
paying the Dalit Vehei. So uh, how come in our Mishnah, if we're assuming that uh, that our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Meir, then how come our Mishnah says that, Meir, that, that when you're Tavach B'Shabbos, you're not going to pay Dalit Vehei? So Amri, the Gemara says, Bar Minei You can't bring a, a Raya from that Brisa that we just quoted, that Rabbi Meir is going to hold that you Yuchayev Tashlumen even when you Shecht on Shabbos. The E.I. it said that Beferish, it said if you Shecht on Shabbos, Rabbi Meir holds Yuchayev Tashlumen. No, the Itmar Allah, Amr Rabbi Yaakov, Amr Rabbi Yochan, Amr Rabbi Yochan, Amr Rabbi Rabbi Oven, Rabbi Love, the Rabbi Amri. Everyone touches up that price. Now, when does Rabbi Meir say that if you're going to be tavach, uh, if you're tavach b'shabbos or tavach l'avodazara, that you're still going to have to pay? That's if you're not the one that did the shechita. If you did the shechita on Shabbos, you chayv misa, and that chayv misa patters you from tashlumin. But if you had a shliach go and do the shechita for you, so uh, since a shliach you were tovech acher, you sent a shliach to do the the uh, the, the shechita for you. We're not going to apply kamli b'dra because the shliach is the one that's chayiv the misa. You're the one that's chayiv dalad vehei. And therefore, our Mishnah follows the sheet of Rameir, that Rameir holds that loka umishalim, that you can get both malchus and have to pay at the same time. And that's why if you're gonav, v'tavach b'yom ha-kippurim, you're still going to pay dalad vehei because you get malchus for yom kippur and you get the mamon for the, uh, the gun of a tavach. But, uh, but he's not going to say that Misa Umeshalim, if you're getting Misa, you're not going to have to pay. D- the only case where someone is Tavach Shabbos and he's still going to have to pay is if he's Tavach Lide Acher on Shabbos. He sends a Shliach to be Tavach on Shabbos. So says Gemara, but wait, if he's sending a Shliach and the Shliach is the one that's doing the Avera, so granted the Shliach is going to be the one that's Chayiv Misa for being Mechal Shabbos, but why should the Mishalech be Chayiv Dalad Vehei? He didn't shecht it. It's the shliach that shechted it. Does it make any sense that the shliach is the one who's doing the actual avera? He's shechting it. Whereas the, the mishaleach is going to be the one that has to pay the dal vehei. Whatever happened to ein shliach ledvar avera, right? Kiddush and dav membezam bez is the sugi of ein shliach ledvar avera. That even though in Kalat Tarakula we have a principle, shluchashlad and kamoso, that a shliach is an extension of yourself. And a notable exception is ein shliach ledvar avera. There's a couple of reasons why? The most famous one is because Divrei Rav, Divrei Talmud, Divrei Mishomen, that the uh, question exactly what that means, but uh, Pasha Peshad, it means that the Mishalech could say that I never imagined he was going to listen to me. God told him not to do it, and I, because little me told him to do it, I never imagined that he was going to go and shech this animal on Shabbos. So, Ein Shliach, you can't uh, take his actions and, and, and trace that back to me. I, I, I didn't think he was actually going to go through with it. So, I'm a Rav, a shiny Hacha, Rav says, no, over here the din of the Tzvicha is different. This is one of the exceptions to Ein Shliach Lidvaravera. Ein Shliach Lidvaravera is itself an exception to the concept of Shlichus. So this is an exception to the exception. This is uh, where we say, Yesh Lech Lidvar Avera. Dhamar Krakos, the Pasuk says, Utvacho Umucharo, that the, uh, the, the Torah links, has a hekish between Shechita and Mechira, Ma Mechira al Yedei Acher, Aftfila al Yedei Acher. Just like Mechira by definition always involves another party, because you need someone to sell it to, so too when Tvicha is done through another party, you're still going to be Chayiv Dalit Vey. So it's Xeris HaKosov, that even though and that's why if you send someone to shecht it for you on Shabbos, it's his chi of Misa, but it's uh, but as far as the chi of Dal Vehei is concerned, it's Yesh Liach Lidvar Avera. So it's going to be the Mishaleach's chi of, uh, of, of Dal Vehei, even though it's the Shliach's chi of Misa. 
that's uh, that, that's the Gemara's answer. Mitzvah Esan raises the question: Well, how can we learn Tvicha from Mechira? Meaning, what, what are we saying that just like by Mechira, it's it's uh, it, by definition always requires a, a second person to be involved because you can't sell it to nobody. You got to sell it to somebody. So so too by Shechita must be that there's a second person involved. We have a principle throughout Shas that ain't done in Efshar Misha Efshar or ain't done Efshar Misha Efshar. You can't learn one uh, case where it's possible from a case where it's impossible. So how can we say oh just because Mechira involves somebody else, so too by Tvicha it involves somebody else also. By Tvicha it's possible not to involve somebody else. By Mechira it's not possible not to involve somebody else. The very definition of Mechira involves somebody else. So whatever happened to Indon and Afshar, Misha E. Afshar. So the Mitzvah Eisen suggests that it is possible to have a Mechira without somebody else if you're Makdish Lubedek Abayis. Because Makdish Lubedek Abayis, we're going to see in about a week from now that that has a din of Mechira because we have a Svar and yet there's no second party. It's just going to the Beis HaMikdash. And, and so, so Mechira doesn't have to involve somebody else. And yet we know that typically it does. And when it does, you're still Chayv Dalvei. So, so too with Tevicha, which certainly doesn't have to involve anybody else, even when it does involve somebody else, you're Chayv Dalvei. So now the Gemara brings other Limudim that by Tevicha, the Ganav is going to be Chayv, even if the Tevicha was done through a Shliach. He's going to be Chayv Dalvei. Debei Rabbi Shmuel Tana, how do I know that if you shecht, uh, that, that if you if you steal an animal and you have a Shliach shechted for you, that you're going to be the one that's Chayv so, so far we had one limud because it says umcharo. So we link tvicha to mechira. Then even if there's another party involved, but we have two more limudim. That the extra word o comes to tell me that not only if you shechted, but even if you have a shliach shechted, you're going to be chayv And the bechiskiyot tana tachas l'rabbos hashliach. Pasuk says chamisha bakar yishalim. Tachas Hashar. The word Tachas comes to tell me that even if a Shliach does it for you. So the Gemara asks on the din that the Mishalech is Chayv Dal Vehei when you send a Shliach to do it for you on Shabbos, to shat it for you on Shabbos, Maskeflo Marzutras or Marzutras asks, wait a second, how could the Ganav be Chayv Dal Vehei when he sends someone to shat it for him on Shabbos or he sends someone to shat it for him If he himself would have shat it, he would not have been Chayv because it would have been Kamle Bidrav Minei. Right? Had the Ganav himself shat it on Shabbos, he would have said, okay, you're Chayv Misa. And for your part from Tashlumen. So isn't it a, uh, a fundamental rule in Shlichus that Mika Midi Di Ilu Avid Ihu Lomachayev Vavid Shliach Machayev? Is there such a thing that if I were to do it myself, I'd be Potter? But I go and I send a Shliach, and now in Bichayev it's going to be more strict when I do something through a Shliach than if I do it myself. Ah, that doesn't, uh, that, 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 that goes against the rules of Shlichus. Shlichus on Kamoso, but it's not going to be worse than, than, than Kamoso. It's not going to be worse than the guy himself doing it. So how could it be that if if I do it myself, I'm be potter, but I send the shliach, I'm be chayiv in the dalvei. So I'm Ravashi. Ravashi says, no, Hasam, when you did it yourself, you shakted yourself on Shabbos or Lava Dazar, the reason you don't pay dalvei is not because you're not chayiv dalvei, it's because you, you, you are chayiv in dalvei, but you're just getting something much worse. So you are considered something that's someone that's chayiv to pay. So when, you're, when your shliach shakts it, where you're not going to have kamle bidramine activated, because you're not going to be chayiv the misa, so you're also chayiv the dalvei. Meaning the the idea that you're part the dalvei when you do it 
yourself is not a kula. It's not because you're pater. It's a chumrah. It's because you're chayiv, something much, much worse. But the chayiv dal v'hei still exists. It's just that you know, the way the way it's explained is that kam you're really chayiv on both. It's just that, uh, that we cannot impose. It's a din and based in that based in cannot impose the second onesh. But they're both. But the klape shemaya, you still have two chayuvim. But based in just said it's it's a limitation on based in what based is allowed to do to you. That Bezin's only allowed to do, and that's why when you're chayiv kares l'shamayim, so you're still going to be chayiv the mamon, because the the limitation of kabbalah b'ramine is a limitation on Bezin. So if shamayim is doing one thing, Bezin could do something else to you. So I asked the Gemara, v'ibetovech aliveacher, if the brisa where Meir says that if you're tavach b'shabes, you're still going to be chayiv dalvei, is talking about where you sent a shliach to shechted for you. My time with Rabbanon the patri. Well, then why in that very brisa did the Rabbanon say that you're pater from dalvei? Meaning if it's Talking about where you sent a shliach, shouldn't Rabbanan also agree that you're chayiv dalivei? So Amri man chachamim, who are the chacham that disagree with Rabbi Meir in that brisa? Rabbi Shimon. The chacham Rabbi Shimon damar shchita sheinuri elosh moshchita. That Rabbi Shimon happens to hold that if the shchita does not produce a heterachila, that if you're not allowed to eat that behema, then it's not considered a valid shchita for which you're going to be chayiv dalivei. So it's a technicality. When I steal an animal and then I have a shliach shechted for me on Shabbos, or a shliach shachted l'avodah for me, so Rabbi Shimon's going to say, the animal's not kosher, because if you shachted on Shabbos, or you shachted l'avodah the animal's asr, and since it's not kosher, since it's asr ba'ana, it's asr for me to get, to eat the meat, so therefore that's not called the shchita, for which you're chayiv, dalvei, and that's why you're going to be potter on the dalvei according to the, according to the Rabbanan, which really means that there should have been a third shita in the b'risa, Right, meaning that if you don't hold like Rabbi Shimon the Shchita Shein Ruli Loshma Shchita, and you don't hold uh, like, uh, like 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 Rabbi like uh, I'm, well no no I'm sorry no there's two Shitas there's Rabbi Meir and there's Rabbi Shimon good so says the Gemara Amri why is it that when you shecht on Shabbos it's considered Shchita Shein Ruliya Bishlam Avod Dazara Einstein very well uh, when you shecht Avod Dazara or Bishara Niskal if you shecht an animal that's a Shara Niskal so then in Achinami that's a Shchita Shein that's an invalid shchita, and that's why Rabbi Shimon is going to say that you're part from Dal Vehei. Ela Shabbos shchita ruuihi. But if you shecht an animal on Shabbos, it is a shchita ruuiya. Titnan, because after all, the Mishnah says hashochet b'Shabbos ubiyomakipurim afal pishem is chayiv benafsho. Even though you did something terrible and you chayiv misa for shechting on Shabbos or shechting Yom Kippur, but shchitas kshera, the meat is still kosher. So why then does Rabbi Shimon say that you don't have to pay Dal Vehei? It's a shchita ruuiya. So Amri Savela Kriyachon Sander. No, he assumes like Rabbi Yochanan Sandra that any time you do malacha on Shabbos, the uh, item with which you did the malacha is asubana, that you're never allowed to get benefit from it. And therefore, it's a shechita she'en So even though most Hanayim are of the opinion that when you shecht on Shabbos, the meat is still kosher, if you assume that, like Rabbi Yochanan Sander, when you shecht on Shabbos, the meat is not kosher, and Rabbi Shimon says shechita she'en is not a valid shechita, so you put all that together and uh, you understand why it is that uh, that, that that if you're gone of a tavach b'Shabbos, uh, that even if it's tavach al yidei acher, even if you have someone else doing the tavicha, you're not going to be chayiv dal because it's not a real tavicha. Where do we find that Rabbi Yochanan Sander disagrees with other tanoim about Maisa Shabbos? So it's a bright, it's a Mishnah that appears in Masech 
It's one of the Emesachas Chulin. It's a Mishnah that appears all over Shabbos. So the Mishnah tells us, If a person cooks on Shabbos, they didn't realize it was Shabbos, they didn't realize cooking was Asr, whatever. They cooked on Shabbos, the guy who cooked is allowed to eat that Tavshil on Shabbos itself. But Bemezid, if he cooked on Shabbos Bemezid, lo yochel. He's not allowed to eat on Shabbos itself, nor are other people allowed to eat that food on Shabbos itself. Divrei Rabbi Meir, that is Rabbi Meir Shita. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, b'shogeg yochel, b'motzai Shabbos. If he did it b'shogeg, then, uh, then, then both he and other people are allowed to eat it on motzai Shabbos, but not on Shabbos. And if he did it b'meizid, he's not allowed to eat forever. Other people are allowed to eat it on Matzai Shabbos. So again, it, even according to this second opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, you wouldn't call it Shechit Tashen Ruya, because it's going to be kosher meat for other people after Shabbos. This meat will be kosher. But comes along Rabbi Yochanan Sandra Omer, If he did it b'shogeg, other people are allowed to eat it on Matzai Shabbos, but you yourself will never be allowed to eat it. But b'meizid, if you shafted an animal on Shabbos, b'meizid, or you mevashal, <laughs> excuse me, if you're mevashal on Shabbos, b'meizid, neither you nor anybody else is ever going to be allowed to eat it. So therefore, it's considered a shechit shein ruya, according to Rabbi Yochanan Sander, because according to Rabbi Yochanan Sander, no one is ever going to be able to to benefit from it. The Torah writes uh, the, in in Archaim Simshin Yudches. You know, we say Mevashel b'Shabbos b'Shogeg. The mission was about cooking. So, is that uh, does that mean any malacha? We just happen to give the example of cooking. So, there are two possibilities where it, where uh, it may not apply to any malacha. The Torah has a sheet of Yeroeli She'ein Chilat B'Chol Ma'aser Shabbos that there's no difference uh, what malacha you did, whether it's Mevashel or uh, or anything else. However, he quotes that about Balatrumos holds otherwise. There's a sheet of the Balatrumos that says that it's dafka when you're mevashal the Shabbos b'shogeg, it's mutter even for you, because with, even without the bishul, you would have been able to eat it b'shas hachak. Uh, if you needed to eat raw food, you would have ate, eaten raw food. But if you, if, uh, if with, with shechita or any other malacha, it doesn't exist. The product of the malacha simply doesn't exist if the malacha, if the malacha is not done. So it's not raya at all. So then it would be usher for that guy on that Shabbos. It would be more chamur by any other malacha than it would by being by being mevashel. So that's one one possible difference between bishul and other things. The, another possible difference, but not between bishul and other things, but another possible difference within malachos. And this one we actually hold the halacha. The Chayyadim writes that all these dinim of Maisa Shabbos don't apply to hotza'a. That hotza'a is what we call a malacha grua. Hotza'a doesn't involve any creative act on the item itself. You're just transferring something from one place to the other. So he says dafka bedavar shenasa Maisa beguf hadavar. You're doing something on the item. You're changing it from what it was. Like when you cook. But when you're motzim, where there's no change in the guf hadavar, then if you did it b'shogeg, you're allowed to benefit from it even on that day. And if you did it b'mezid, it's also even uh, right away. But nevertheless, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, by, by all other uh, malachos, we're machmir like mevashel. So anyway, 
Bottom line for our sugi, though, is these are the three shitos in Tanaim. How do we paskin? Just by the way, the, the Shulchan Aruch uh, uh, brings this in Simshin Yudches in Aruchayim, which is uh, Bishel Hilchos Bishel, because the Mishnah happens to talk about Mavashel. So even though it really applies to every Melacha, all Meisah Shabbos discussions happen, uh, you know, in Shin Yudches. So in the very beginning of Simshin Yudches, the Shulchan Aruch paskins like Rabbi Yehuda, like the uh, the middle shita. No one paskins like Rabbi Yochanan Sandler, like the most Machmir shita, but uh, the Shulchan Aruch passes like Rabbi Yehuda. That's the sheet of the Rit. That's the sheet of the Rambam. Um, the uh, the Gra. Uh, paskins like Tosos, who paskins like Rabbi Meir, the most mekil of all of the shitos. And the Mishabura says, you could be so mech on the shita of the Gra, on the shita of Rabbi Meir. If there's a Shas of Chak or Makamatzorech, we can rely on uh, on Rabbi Meir. I think there was, uh, they say that uh, in Derech uh, Sicha, it says that uh, that there only twice did the Chazanish ever ask his brother in law to write a tshuva la halacha. So uh, one of them was about a heteraguna, and the other one was about my. Shabbos, that he asked the stipler twice, the Chazanish asked the stipler to write a tshuva la'alacha, so in, in Kilis Yaakov there's a tshuva la'alacha about Maisa Shabbos, about some factory that was operating on Shabbos, and whether you're allowed to buy things from that uh, from that factory. But for our purposes, it's it's almost like we're, we're quoting this Mishnah dafka not la'alacha, because we're quoting this Mishnah dafka to bring the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan Sander, and we definitely don't pass on like Rabbi Yochanan Sander. Rabbi Yochanan Sander is one that says that Maisa Shabbos, that's done b'meizid, is going to be also forever for every Everybody. And therefore, if you shecht an animal on Shabbos b'meizid, it's called the shechita shenaruya. So my time is Rabbi Yochanan Sander. What is the basis of uh, the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan of Rabbi Yochanan Sander that he doesn't allow eating anything that was cooked on Shabbos b'meizid? So the Gemara explains kedarsh Pischa de Benesia, like Rabbi Chia darshin by the doorway of the Beis Hanasi, where it says in the Torah Shmartimus Shabbos ki kodesh he lachem that the Torah compares Shabbos to kodesh ma kodesh asu baachila af ma'isa Shabbos just like Kodesh is Asr Ba'achila, Maiseh Shabbos is also Asr Ba'achila. So, Ima Kodesh Asr Ba'achila. So, uh, the, the Gemara says that, that with Torah compares it to Kodesh, so therefore we should say, just like Kodesh is Asr Ba'achila, Af Maiseh Shabbos Asr Ba'achila. So, I would think Maiseh Shabbos should not only be Asr Ba'achila, should be Asr Ba'achila also. Tamalam, that's why the Pasuk says, Lachem, Lachem Yehei. They allowed to get Hana from it uh, because it is in some way yours, even though you're not allowed to eat it. So, Yachala, Filu Bishogeg, you might think that Maisa Shabbos is Asr Ba'achili, even if it was on Meshogeg, Tabalomar Mechaleleha Mosimas, B'meizah Martilochol Meshogeg. When it says Mechaleleha Mosimas, that tells me only if you're Mechal Shabbos B'meizid, it doesn't become Asr, but if Mechal Shabbos B'meizid, it does not, uh, does not become Asr. The, the, in in Sholem Meshiv, in Tshuva, in Chel uh, Gimel, Tinyana Simen Sadizayin, he raises the question, why does the Gemara, this, this, this mission appears all over Shas, right? And primarily, obviously, its real spot is in Mesech Shabbos, because that's where it's most nogeya. So why over here does the Gemara get into my time with Rabbi Yochanan Sander? It's totally parenthetical to hear, meaning the basis of it. Now over here, what we're interested in is that there is a shita that holds that Maisa Shabbos is Aser. So mainly you're going to say that uh, it's a shita she'en ru'uya if you shecht on Shabbos. Why do we have to get into the uh, basis of Rabbi Yochanan Sander? So the Sholem Eishev suggests that within Rabbi Yochanan Sander who Aser's Maisa Shabbos, one might have thought that that's only when you do a Maisa 
beguf hadavar, where you change the item itself, like by bishul, that it's going to become also ba'achila. But you don't do ma'isa beguf hadavar, like by shechita, where the etzim basar had no shinoi to it. It's just not, the animal's not alive anymore, but the meat was meat and still is meat. So you would think that it doesn't become asr. So that's why the Gemara has to bring the basis of Reuachon Asandra. They learn from Kodesh to asr ba'achila and ma'isa shabbos. And therefore, it may, it, since the basis of a sheet has nothing to do with bishul, the basis of a sheet is just ba'achil shabbos. So you see, it's about any malacha on Shabbos, and not only, not only Bishel, and that is relevant to our sugya because we need to apply it to shechita in our sugya. So now the Gemara brings a machlokas within Rabbi Yochanan Asander. So Rabbi Yochanan Asander holds Meisah Shabbos is aser. Is it aser mitar raisa or is it aser mitar abanan? So pliga baravach of Ravina. Chad amar Meisah Shabbos dal raisa. So one of them holds Meisah Shabbos dal raisa. Chad amar Meisah Shabbos rabbanan. The other one says it's rabbanan. Mandi amar dal raisa kedamaran. The one that says that it's dal raisa. Well, that fits what we just said. We just said the base of Rabbi Yochanan Asander is a pasuk, so it makes sense that it's. And the one that says it's Rabbanon will say, No, there's a drusha from the Pasuk that says, Kodesh, to teach me Shabbos is Kodesh, but that which you did on Shabbos does not become Kodesh, does not become like Hegdish, that's Asr Ba'achila. Now we said that the Brysa that potters you from Dalit Vehei, when you're Gan of Tavach B'Shabbos, or Gan of Tavach Lavodazara, or Gan of Sharoniskol Tvacho, we said that Brysa must be going like the sheet of Rabbi Shimon, that a Shechita Shein Rui is not considered a Shechita, and that's why you're potter on the Dalit Vehei. Well, Bishlam, the man, the Amr Dar Raisa, I understand very well if you assume my Shabbos is Nisr Dar Raisa, I'm Tulachi Patri Abanon. So that's why the Rabbanon will potter you from Dalit Vehei, because in Torah, it's a Shechita it's actually on a Daraisa level. But if you say that the whole thing is only Midrabanan, why would the Rabbanan patter you? Meaning it is a Shechita Ru'uya, It's only Midrabanan that it's not a Shechita Ru'uya. The Mepharshim say, who cares whether it's Daraisa Drabanan? The Achran raised the question if at the end of the day you can't eat it, so it's a Shechita Ru'uya. Meaning it could be that the din changes in the Dalavehei from before the Rabbanan made the, 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 the din of Maisha Shabbos till after the Rabbanan made the din of Shabbos. Before the Rabban made the dinner Maish Shabbos, it was a Shechit Now that the Rabban made a dinner Maish Shabbos, it's not a Shechit So why would we assume differently? So Rebbe Chanan writes in Kovit Aros that by something that's Midrabanan, is not Roy Midrabanan, it's considered that it is Roy Minatora Bekoach, just not Bepoel. That, uh, that, that, that in its essence, it's a Shechit It's just that we're not allowed to make usage of that Shechit Because since the Menia is only Midrabanan, it asks that item la achila, but by shri, uh, and by shechita you don't need the the the, the meat to be rotwe for you to eat bepoel. Let's say there was some other reason. Let's say uh, I don't know. You just ate hard cheese, so you're milchitz. So it's not ra'ui for, and it's going to spoil within six hours. So it's not ra'ui for you, bipoel, but still you're going to call that a shechita. So it's fundamentally a valid shechita. The way others formulate it is that every yisr darabanan is an yisr gavra, and every yisr darais is an yisr chefza. So we say shechita sheinuria, it has to mean that it's a chefza that's in a The fact that the rabbanan asr ma'isa shabbos is only a dinner of the gavra, that I'm not allowed to benefit from it. But fundamentally, as far as what the meat is, it is ru'uya. It's just that I personally am not allowed to benefit. 
Nefer from it. So that's a famous Nesivus, Meish Lamedal, where Nesivus says that all these Shrimad Rabbanon are Nisr Gavr, and all these Shrimad Raisa are Nisr Chefza. So now the Gemara responds that Ashara, that again, so we're asking if you hold that my Shabbos is only Rabbanon, so how can you call it a Shrita Shein Ruya? So says Gemara, Ashara, Avodazar, Vishar, Niskal. When the Rabbanon pat you from Dalvei, Enochinami, they're not talking about my Shabbos, they're not talking about when you Shechter on Shabbos, they're talking about the other cases where you Shechter Avodazar or you Shechter Ashara Niskal. In those cases, you part from Dalvei because that's really a Shechita She'en Ru'uya. But Enochinami, if you Shechter on Shabbos, it really is a Shechita Ru'uya and you're going to be Chayiv in Dalvei. So now, the Gemara explains the sheet of Rabbi Meir that if you shecht, if you stole an animal and shecht the avodazara, that you do pay dalvei. Rabbi Meir, uh, Why is it that you chayv dalvei when you shecht avodazara? After all, aren't you chayv misa? And if you're chayv misa, shouldn't you be potter from the dalvei? No, given the shachat paporta, the second you begin the shechita a little bit, asara, the behemoth becomes asubana as avodazara. Idach, when you then continue to shecht, you know, shecht all the way through, Isuriya Nahu. Now what you're shechting is Isuriya Nah, below Demari Katavach, and therefore you're not shechting a behemoth that belongs to the Bailin, because when it asks it by Nah, it's as if uh, the behemoth was already thrown into a fire, it's gone, so you're not going to be Chayv Dalvei, you're only going to pay, pay the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the 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 Karen and the and, and the Kefel. So Amar uh, Rava. So so that's the question, right? The Gemara is asking. According to our Mayor, why when you shecht Avod Zara should you be chayiv? Uh, why is it our Mayor is mechayiv shechting Avod Zara dalav um, if after all, once you shecht it a little bit, it's already asubahana, and if it's already asubahana, it doesn't belong to anyone. So when you're when you're when you incur the chiv of dalvei at the sofa shechita, it doesn't belong to the bailer anymore. So you shouldn't be chayiv dalvei. So Amarava, Rava says, It must be that it did not become asubahana at the beginning of the shechita. How did you manage to finagle that it didn't become asubahana at the beginning of a shechita lavadzara? You said that at the beginning, I'm not shechting lavadzara. I only plan to be over the Avodazara with the Gemara Shechita. So then, at the very Gemara Shechita, it only became Asubana. So while you were doing the Shechita, it still belonged to the Bailim. So mainly, you're going to be Chayv Dalvei to the Bailim. So now the Gemara explains the Shechita of Rameir that uh, if you steal a Shoraniskal and Shechit, you pay, uh, pay Dalvei. So Shoraniskal, Asuri Hanan, or you pay Hey, it's a Shor. Shoraniskal, Asuri Hanan, Ninu. Shoraniskal is Asuri Hanan, Vlav Demari Katavach. Why should you be Chayv Hey? You you you, uh, you didn't shecht an animal that belongs to anyone anymore. So the case is that uh, when Rameir says you chayiv for tavach shor niskal that you chayiv chamisha that's if you get, the Bailin gave the shor to a shomer vihizik bebe shomer it killed someone while it was in the house of the shomer vuhuad and it became uh, they testified against it in Beisdin bebe shomer while it was still under the shomer's uh, watch vinigmar dino bebe shomer and anigmar din in the base shomer Rameir and Rameir holds a combination of the shitos of Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon. Which shitos of Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon? That even if, uh, even after it already had a gemar din, that it's a shor niskol and it's going to be If the shomer wants to give back that very animal and say, "You gave me this animal to watch. It's still here physically. It's the same animal. Granted, now you're not allowed to get any enough from it, and now it's about to get killed by Beis 
yeah, but it's the same physical animal. It's yours, and therefore I don't have to reimburse you anything. I, uh, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm off the hook. And so that's one thing he holds. And Vesavala, and he also holds Karabi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon holds that is Kamamon. It's not Rabbi Shimon Omer, Kachim Shchayv Bachriusan. If you have Behemoth of Kachim, that the Makdish is Chayv in the Achrayis, that if they get lost, he's going to have to replace it with another animal. And someone steals it from the Makdish, Chayv, the Ganav has to pay, Dalavay, even though the Karban doesn't belong to the Bailim, it belongs to Hagdish. But Klape, the Bailim, it's a Dabra Gorim Lamamon, because losing that animal means he's going to have to replace it. And Dabra Gorim Lamamon is Kimamon Dami. So Alma, Dabra Gorim Lamamon, Kimamon Dami. So since Rameir holds like Rabbi Yaakov and he holds like Rabbi Shimon, so he says if you steal a Shoranisqal from a Shomer's house and you shecht it, then the Ganif has to pay the Shomer Chamisha, uh, um, even though the Shor is Asr because the Shomer could have returned that Shor to the Bailim. So it's the, that Shor is a Gorim Lamamon, and a Gorim Lamamon is considered a Mamon. You're stealing something that's of value to the Shomer himself. I said this in front of Rav Zvid, the whole, not, not, not what we just said, but the sugya from Amr Aleph, that the God of Atavach B'yom HaKippurim, that you pay Dalit Vahey, is assuming like Rabbi Meir, that loka umeshalem, right? After all, if you're Shecht and Yom Kippur, aren't you Chayv Malkus? So we said, yeah, you're Chayv Malkus, but Rav Meir holds, loka umeshalem, so you're Chayv Dalit Vahey. And he asked me, how can you say that our mission is only going like Rabbi Meir, who holds loka Mishalim, Veloka Rabbi Shimon, and not like Rabbi Shimon holds that it is a local Mishalim. Vakatani Sefer, the Sefer of our Mishnah says that Rabbi Shimon poter Bishnei Elu, that Rabbi Shimon argues on a couple of details at the end of the Mishnah. Michal de Moda, sounds like the rest of the Mishnah he agrees to. So how can you tell me that the line in the Mishnah that says that if you're Ganav, Vitavach Biomakipurim, that you're going to be Chayiv Dalavei, is Dafka like Rabbi Meir? Rabbi Shimon says at the end of the Mishnah, I only disagree about a couple of details at the end. That seems to go even according to Rabbi Shimon. So they said, Lo, don't be medayek that Rabbi Shimon is moda in the whole rest of the Mishnah. No, at the very end of the Mishnah, we spoke about uh, two or three cases, and in one of them, Rabbi Shimon is moda, that even though in order to be chayv dalvei, Rabbi Shimon requires that the shechita be a shechita ru'uya, he's moda that if you shochate an animal for the sake of refua or for the sake of, of, of making dog food, that you're still going to be chayv dalvei, even though you're not shechting it for achila, but it's still a shechita ru'uya, um, the shechita is still matir the behemala achila, and therefore it's still called a shechita ru'uya. He only disagrees when, when you shecht, so he disagrees, he says you're not going to be chayv, because ain't loka and when it comes to shechlin yom kippurim, he'll still disagree and say you're not going to be chayv, because ain't loka mishalim. So he's not agreeing with everything earlier in the Mishnah. So then the Mishnah said, that if a person uh, steals something from his father, then he shechts or sells that which belonged to his father, and, uh, and then his father died. Uh, afterwards, his father died. So, uh, so he, he and, his, uh, and his brothers yarshin the father. So he's got to pay his brothers their portion of the Dalad Vahey. His portion of the Dalad Vahey, obviously he keeps, right? Because he's, he yarshins his father. So, so with that backdrop, the Gemara raises the following Shaila. What if you steal a shard that belongs to two people? And then you shecht it. And then you admit it to one of them. So the halacha is moda b'knas pater. So you're not going to be chayv dal if you're moda b'knas. But you only admit it to one of the partners. So mahu, do we say that you pay 
a chazi dalad vehei to the other partner, and uh, not and you don't pay anything to the partner you were moded to. Chamisha bakar amar achman of lo chamisha chatsa e bakar. Do we say that uh, the payment of chamisha is only chamisha bakar, but not chamisha chatsa e bakar? And since uh, the the, the uh, you're putter from paying the other shutaf, you're not going to have to pay the uh, second shutaf either. Odilma chamisha bakar amar achman of afil chamisha chatsa e bakar. Or maybe when the Torah says you got to pay dalad vehei, it's even if it's only a fraction. Of the Dalvei, you're going to have to pay that as well. So right away, Rabbi Nachman says it never works in fractions. You either pay it all or you pay nothing. So if you're not going to have to pay the full Dalvei, you know, if you're not going to have to pay one shutaf, you don't have to pay the other shutaf either. So Gemara says, what are you talking about? Our Mishnah, Eisvei. You steal from your father. And you shecht it, you sell it. And then the father dies. You pay our brother to the brothers. But once the father died, isn't that exactly the same as being moded to one of the shutafim? Because you moded it yourself, meaning your partner to pay yourself. Your portion in the father's Yerusha. And still you're paying the Dalvein to the rest of the brothers. So says, the case is that there was already uh, an Amida Bedin with the father and the son, so you already became Chayv in the Dalvei prior to the father's death. So that's why you're going to be Chayv. Avalo Amid Bedin Mai, so what would the Halacha have been had there not been an Amida Bedin? Then ain't no Mishalim Tashumi Arba You're trying to tell me then you wouldn't have to pay Arba Vachamisha because you never pay a fraction of Arba Vachamisha. Well, Yachi, if that's true, Adetani Sefer, when the Sefer wanted to come up with the case that you don't pay Arba Vachamisha, Ganav Mishalav Vumais Vachar Kachtav Instead of coming up with a case where the father dies first and then you shecht and sell it, why don't we keep the case the same that, that the father died after you already shechted it and just say, When do you pay the Dalvei? Only if there was already Ahmad Bedin. But if there was no Ahmad Bedin, you don't have to pay Ahmad Chamisha. So if Nachman answers, Yeah, it could have been Mechalik that way, but I did the Nasav Reisha. It just seems to fit a little bit uh, better in the uh, in the in the uh, the give and take in the Gemara in the Mishnah to uh, to change around the timing of the uh, of the father's death. Okay, but tomorrow we'll pick up on the bottom with Litzafra. Have a good day. Have a good Shabbos.